Welcome back to the Heartland Pod. My name is Adam Summer, and I am, well, today I'm just your intro. I'm not really the host today. Uh, this is the Heartland Pod for June 30th, 2022, the last one for the month of June. Thank you for joining us. I'm glad that you are here. This is uh, a first time uh, for this type of show. Uh, let me explain what that means. So if you listen to The Delta with Nicholas Linky and Christina Linky, then you've become familiar with them. Christina joined Nicholas uh, a, couple, a few months ago uh, more regularly, and, and uh, you know she, she has a real knack for the microphone. And uh, so she's done a Let's Have a Chat. Christina sat down with uh, a fellow Columbia educator, Donovan James, and Donovan has an awesome story and uh, just a lot of insight to share regarding education. And so the two of them have uh, an interesting uh, chat, a really lively chat. It's, you know, I, we were looking at maybe splitting it up into two parts, and I was going through it, and I was like, it's just, it's a really lively chat. I think it's a lot of fun, so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I know I did get to listen back to it, so uh, that's what's coming up here just on the other side uh, of a couple of quick reminders. Reminder, you can find all of our shows at heartlandpod.com, and you can find a link to our Patreon there and a link to all of our shows there as well. We are on all the major platforms, so if you're trying to share this with somebody, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, and by the time you're listening to this, we should be live on Amazon, in fact, and Audible. Uh, if not, it'll be within the next day or so. Uh, so you should be able to say, Hey Alexa, play the Heartland Pod, and we should pop right up. I think that's going to be pretty sweet. Uh, massive thank you to all of you who went and gave ratings on iTunes. Uh, I think we were at like 49 and it went to 48. Somebody removed a rating, which we appreciate. And then it went up to 61. Uh, the two star went away. It looks like it came back as a five star, which thank you very, very much. Uh, and thank you for listening and, and, and the comments and everything. And uh, I hope that, uh, everything is coming through well for folks. And, uh, I, I, one of the, the comment read, that sometimes I go too fast, and so uh, let me let me give the email here uh, for you so that it's uh, do it slowly. Heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com. Heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com, and it's the number 2020. So I hope to hear from folks. Uh, we love getting emails over there, uh, so keep them coming. Uh, keep listening. Keep the ratings going. Make sure you tell folks who listen that you know, hey, make sure you rate it. It's going to help us jump up the charts, which helps us get noticed. It helps us, you know, everything, right? We just grow this whole thing. And if you're listening on the Thursday for the chat, then you get to know first before anybody else that June was yet again a record month. We had a, a brand new threshold and a new record month in May, and we broke it in June with two days left to spare. So it's going to be another record month as we head into July, and that's because of you guys. That is all you folks. We can make all the shows we want to make, but if folks aren't out there listening and sharing it, it's, it's sharing it with your friends. It's telling folks to listen to it, and we really appreciate that. We appreciate the support as we try to change the conversation. All right, let's get to the episode here with Christina Linky having a chat with Donovan James. Let's have a chat. Okay, so I've had the pleasure of working with Miss Donovan James, a kindergarten teacher in Missouri. But actually, I'm going to let you give a little 
bit of information about your unique background and how you came into education. Yes. So I'm from Kansas City, Missouri, not <laughs> Kansas. And I um, went to Stevens College, where I graduated from in Columbia, Missouri. And I started teaching at a multi-age elementary school <laughs> at the Stevens College Lab School, um, where they were kindergarten through fifth grade all in one room. And there were like three teachers. Oh, wow. Yeah. How many students altogether? Uh, between like, I guess like 30-ish. And our biggest like group of kids was like K1, K2. Yeah. And then it kind of like dwindled out towards like fifth grade. There were always a lot of fifth graders. Um, and like one year we didn't have any fifth graders. That's really interesting. Yeah. So it's like their lab school and the college students use it. And yeah, it's really cool. So I did that for four years, and then I went into public school and taught Was there a huge contrast or not um, really? I guess there we wrote our own curriculum. Like, of course, we had resources that we used. Of course. But it was kind of like we decided what we were going to teach. So if we wanted it, we were going to do... Um, like, what did we learn about? Like, um, biomes. Right. Like, it wasn't things like we had to, like, in public school, like, you have a a line and, like, there's things you have to teach throughout the year. Right. right. Um, but there we didn't have that. We could just, like, plan out the year. Like, we want to talk about this this year or that this year. And That's really cool. Um, the social studies and science was more inquiry-based. So, like, asking a question and, like, letting the kids go do research and then they created things, like, at the end. That's and sometimes awesome. we had families come, and it was kind of like they really guided our teaching, which is kind of what I brought to the kindergarten classroom, because some of the times I'm like, well, let's see what they think, by still hitting the curriculum marks or what I needed to teach. But Is that, still, is that kind of like it's Montessori type mm, learning? I mean, like I know Montessori you have. Like more uh, constructivist, hands-on experiences. Okay. Um, the difference is, though, that my students, there were, I had all white students. Okay. So did you, did you want to leave there for, for the for diversity? For a lot of different or, reasons. But right, right. <laughs> diversity was definitely right. one. I'm like, just having students that look like me um, was a big, I've always wanted that. Of um, course. And so that was a reason. And then, um, yeah. So it was very interesting. But it was really cool. It was a really cool program. Uh, kids were grouped by their ability rather than just like their grade. So I could have a first grader doing first grade reading, but maybe they're doing third grade math. So they get to do third grade math. That's awesome. But it's still like in their space. Like you're not removing them or like someone right. else. Like they get to go and just kind of... It's not like pull out, push in type Yeah, work. yeah, yeah. So they got to just kind of be where they needed to be. So it was really cool. I had an awesome team of um, teachers that I worked with, Lindsay and Hannah. And it was, it was like really cool. It was really cool. So you took... The parts that you liked out of that program, yeah, and just kind of like that's what I believed in. Like kids should be learning like hands on, right? Real world, you know, they should be leading what you're teaching. That is real world just application. Kind of, yeah, like yeah. That, I think that's so important. Yeah, and bringing those concepts into my kindergarten classroom, where even though I have, you know, parts of the year where I have to teach this and that and that, yeah, that's cool. But here's some other things we can pull into those other topics. Right. And I think it's also important at a young age to, there might be kids who are not extremely excited about art yeah. or, but if you, not if you like get to them early, mm -hmm. I mean, but if you start 
at a young age, yeah. they will realize I can mess up. I can yeah. be wrong. And it's okay. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. And I could still create. Yeah. And this is cool. And they can start at a young age liking it. Cause I can remember being in high school and I'm like, I don't want to do a group project. Yeah. I don't want to do anything. Like, I don't want to be wrong. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. So but, yeah, I, but I feel like if I would have started younger yeah, and people would have fostered that mm-hmm. inside of me, like it would have been yeah, really helpful growing up. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's that. And then three years of kindergarten. I was talking to Nicholas about the queendom and I said, well, it's really cool because you walk in and you always put the little crown over your name. Yes. And so all the kids by the end of the, of the year, they've all done it. Yes. And so, and then I don't remember when it was, I think it was during summer school, summer school. And you said, well, I'm the queen. Yeah. And one of the kids was like, no, no you're not. <laughs> you're yes, like, hold on, let me ask him. Am I the queen? Yep. Yes. <laughs> like, I have proof. <laughs> yes. So do you want to explain a little bit about what the queendom is to you and what you want it to be for yes. Um, I do believe that I am a queen. <laughs> um, a queen of something. The queen. Um, and so I just always, my parents treat me like I'm royalty. So I've just kind of gone with starts. it. It's like, yeah, you, it starts at home. Confidence yeah. Yeah. Um, and so anytime I like write my name, I like put a crown on it. So it is interesting. I started it when I first started teaching and at the end of every year, all my kids are putting crowns on their names, which is really cool. So, but the queendom is a place for my students to feel royal too, like as I do, um, and a place for them to just, you know, rule, rule the classroom. (laughs) Be who they are. (laughs) Be who they are. And that's what I really like about your classroom is you're so inclusive when we work together. I tell people I am in the most inclusive, Mm. uh, diverse classroom, more so than I have ever been in my entire life. And I will never have something like this again. There were tons of refugees and people from all over. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was so amazing that you welcomed each and everyone in. It's just such a cool experience that I know, like... The bar has been set very high now. And I'm like, well, this is, should I just quit and retire now? I know. My mom was saying the same thing about how like our kids, like they just expect things. So I was telling her like summer school, how a few of our friends were like, it was like a Rice Krispie treats. Right. And they're like, these are small. And I'm like, well, I guess they're used to like having big ones or like, why aren't we having two snacks or having access to plastic baggies? Like, even the Ziploc bags, like, do you have plastic bags here? And I was like, oh, no, I don't have any. And they were just, like, so disappointed. And so my mom <laughs> talked about, like, how when they go to their next teacher, they're going to have all these high expectations, and their teacher will be like, no, I'm not, yes. I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> I also realize how easy it is, because I am, I am, I was like, just an interpreter. I was your sign my kick. My sign you know? kick. And it was really cool. It's cool to have the outside perspective of the kids and how they interact with mm-hmm. other adults. And they are so much more willing to ask you mm-hmm. questions. Yeah. I mean, even for things like bags or an extra snack mm-hmm. or, you know, they just, they know that they can ask you and they're not going to immediately get shot. Down. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've always noticed that with you, how much more open and I mean, your kids can sometimes act like they're a little bit more wild. I feel yes. like, but I just think that that's how they just know that they can be. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Yes, for sure. And I've heard um, other teachers, like specialist teachers, talk about that. 
Um, like the music teacher saying, like, your class not afraid. Like, you can tell what you teach in your classroom because your kids aren't afraid to speak up um, or aren't afraid to say things in the classroom. Well, your affirmation in the morning, how does it go? Like the I am powerful. I bring peace. I can listen. I am a friend. I speak. I speak up. I can I do. I speak up. Yeah, yeah. I can do anything. I am kindergarten royalty. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. our affirmation. And that's great. And that's every morning. I mean, I missed it sometimes, but yeah. did you say it every morning? Yeah, we try to do it every and morning, and then eventually, they're like, "Well, can I do it? Can I lead it?" Because we echo it. Yeah. And so eventually, it becomes their thing to lead, and it's really cool because you can reference that back at the like when someone's not doing like, "Hey, aren't you going to be a listener today?" Right. You know, can't you be a friend? You need to speak up. Right. You're, you guys are arguing about something. Speak up. Yeah. Tell them what you Say feel. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I said that around the time, maybe before, maybe before, maybe I, I do not remember, mm-hmm. when your article in Teach for America yeah. came out. Yeah. And I said, how important is it, you know, that either you teach the content, mm-hmm. but you don't teach them any other skills mm-hmm. or confidence or anything like that versus more it's more about yourself and who you are as a person Mm -hmm. and and kind of things that you need to know right so it's like teaching them accounting instead of you know yeah when they get older you know you need to learn how to balance a checkbook right and figure out a loan and all that stuff and you know you're just taught this is how you're supposed to learn it this is what you need Mm -hmm. to know all the formulas you must learn it this way that's not how people learn right absolutely and so I just think, like, especially with, like, kindergarten. I mean, I know some kids go to preschool, but not a lot of them do. Yeah, no. And so kindergarten's kind of like their first, like, hey, like, my parents aren't here. Like, no one, it's just them. And then they're amongst all these other kids, and then there's other adults. And, like, it's easy to just, like, okay, we're going to learn math today, and this is what we're going to learn, um, and we're going to do this today. But if I don't teach them the skills then, like, what kind of people will they be? Like, yes, they're right. students, but they're also, like, little... They're little people that eventually will become, yes. like... They'll have jobs. Like human beings. Yes. Like, real so, human like, beings. when you just kind of ignore that and want them to, like, okay, we're well, supposed to do this. You need to sit like this. You need to do that. And there are times for that. But then there's also times, like, well, let's take the time to talk about, like, how we talk to people. Like, I, and I just remember when, when Bryson was in kindergarten and he had to go through all the testing, mm-hmm. uh, they said... You know, he didn't really sit down for the testing. Like, he wandered around or whatever, but I let him because I could tell he was still paying attention. Yeah. And some kids, you can't just say, you sit there, you do your job. Oh, that we're not going to move on till we do. Yeah, because some kids are concentrating more on sitting down. Right. <laughs> than anything else. They can't right. Because, like, you can kind of see it in their face. They're like, <laughs> this is so hard. I have to sit down. <laughs> sit down. I'm not listening to anything she says because I have to... And I get it because I sit in meetings sometimes and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, right. I really want to go do something else. Right. And that's why Nicholas, he said, he even looks back and he's like, man, my first three years of teaching, I was terrible (laughs) because I was like lecture, 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 lecture. And then I went back to grad school. I'm like, oh, (laughs) and then he came back and he was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. It was more hands on. And I think that's so important. It's not just, these are all the rules. Yeah. You set the expectations up, but if you're not willing to be a little bit compromising, it's like, right. you're, are you just making little robots, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I think and some teachers that. think that classroom management is just that, like them doing what you say. Right. Like coming in, like sitting on the carpet or like, I remember like being observed and being so nervous, like being observed by admin, like, 
okay, y'all better make sure like you sit (laughs) down. (laughs) And, but I think also the good thing was that we didn't get to schedule those observations. So they were just like this year we had a principal come and observe us and we were having a wedding with Q and you like, you know, like, right. And that's what it should should look like. Because I did hear some of the feedback they gave you and they were like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I mean, this was great. Right. So it's just, yeah, sometimes you want it to be like, hey, you need to sit here, you need to do this, but that's not all classroom management is. I just love that you teach them confidence so much mm-hmm. more beyond what that curriculum is. Yeah. So do you want to explain a little bit about what your article that you wrote for Teach for America involved? Yeah, so it's just talking about like how everything's being banned, like the books and what you teach and how we're teaching, and just because there's a lot of teachers that aren't, like, for, for uh, let's say, I teach black history, there's a lot of teachers that don't feel comfortable teaching that anyway. So if we ban right. it, well, I was I don't want to teach it. Like so, I'm just not, especially now because it's banned, or I'm not going to read this book because I'm not supposed to read it. And just talking about the fact that even though I feel like lawmakers are concerned so much about the teachers, it's the kids, like because they're the ones asking the questions. They're right. the ones that want to know the information and. It would be a disservice to them if I'm just like, well, you know, you can talk about that at home. Right. Some of them some aren't, kids don't yeah, get that. They yeah. don't get that. And what version of it are they getting at home? Right. <laughs> so it's just right. important for us like to remember like it's because school is not for teachers. It's for the kids. Like Absolutely. It's, it's not their about world. Me. Yeah, this is just my job. Right. And I'm right. just here to teach them, but this is for them to learn and explore and figure things out. So that's what the article is based on. Like these conversations naturally happen like i don't have to bring it up no yeah, yeah they you read a book yeah. and you ask all these questions yeah. but i like how you always take it you're like hold on i gotta write this yeah i gotta down. write Let's this down because this is in, just it's, it's fascinating how they just kind of think like oh well there's do you that. leave them in the book what do you do with those i usually like take pictures of them but it is interesting that even this year like i pulled out a few books and i was like oh i gotta take these sticky notes out from last year <laughs> um but it's just interesting because sometimes i like go back and i'm like it's interesting how one class of students were focused on this in this book. Yeah. But then this year's class is focused on this. So it's just Do you very, think it has to do with, I mean, obviously it does, but like where they grew up or like yeah, it could what be, the races, yeah. like the majority of the races in your yeah, classroom. Yeah, it could be that or, or just like what one kid brings up and holds on to, then they all are like, oh, yeah. Um, and then sometimes it's like their background knowledge, like we've already learned about something. Yeah. And then they see something in a book. They're like, that's like. So I think it all depends on that, too. But I just think it's so great that some of the kids were like, well, we're going to protest. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, you know what that is. Yeah. I'm just so proud. And of they you. know that's that it awesome. works. Like, there's kids who were chanting. And I'm like, unfortunately, today this ain't going to work. But right. I'm glad that you know that. <laughs> that is a way for you to make change. But not in here today. <laughs> so... I know that we've talked before about how they do need to hire more black mm-hmm. or African-American mm-hmm. teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know what the percentage of teaches, yeah, teachers who yeah. are black mm-hmm. or, you know, Asian or mm-hmm. any other yeah. race other than white. Like, I don't know what the, what the percentage is in yeah. the school district, but do you think, what are you, what are your thoughts on, I mean, this question just popped in my head as you were talking about it and, people not being comfortable. I'm sure because a lot of people, a lot of teachers are white and yeah. they don't feel comfortable teaching it. So what would you say, what would you say to that? 
Just hire more black teachers. Yeah, well, some it could be it's a little bit of that, and then I think also it's important, like if you've decided to be a teacher, like you have work to do. Like I right. don't know everything. Like I don't just teach black kids. Like I teach white kids, and so I have to educate myself on like who they are. Um, their interests and yes there should definitely be more teachers of color like I think about in my classroom I have more than just black kids like there were other brown kids and how cool would it be for them to see teachers that look like them whether they're Asian or Indian or from Afghanistan or Pakistan so um, I think it's important for all kids to see themselves in education but I also think it's important for non-black teachers or white teachers to also educate themselves and want to do the work because, right. I, mean, I just feel like what if, and I'm, I don't know because yeah. I'm not a teacher, but if there are white teachers that are just too scared to teach it? Possibly. I mean, yeah, because they and don't want to do a disservice. Yeah, or, or be afraid of what they're going to say. And once, yes. Yeah, and I, and I feel like sometimes we don't get the, like the professional development. Like we don't, we're not doing that in professional development. We're not right. talking about how to teach Hispanic history. Well, you or just Native did a American presentation, history. like a webinar. Uh, was it a webinar? Uh-huh. A Zoom meeting? About teaching black yeah. history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always tell people, too, like, I'm also not Hispanic. Right. But I teach about this. You know, like, right. I just have to educate myself. And that's what I love. Because yeah. So for so long, you've heard, well, you can't talk about religion and, and things like that in school. Mm-hmm. But then I've also heard, unless you teach about it all. Right. And so I don't know how many the year that we worked together, I don't know how many uh, celebrations yeah. and holidays that we learned about. Yeah. Cause I they mean, bring something I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, I didn't know a lot, but they would talk about it. I'm like, well, let's learn about it because that's important to who you are and it's important for people to know that, whether they're going to celebrate it or not. And once again, they're bringing it up. Like, like all my mom goes to mosque. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, and you know, and those students feel like, oh, you know, they're learning a little bit about me, which is important. Like, right. My mom wears a head wrap. Yeah. And like they connect, make those yes. connections. And my I mom, yeah. That. And how they say, my mom looks so beautiful when she wears hijab. Like, yes. And you want to honor that and celebrate that because like, my mom doesn't wear hijab. But I mean, to see someone who looks like your mom is like at school is kind of cool. Like, yes. oh, she looks my mom. You right. Know? Right. Like so seeing your teacher outside of school. That's yeah. <laughs> yes. And I think it's really cool because my kiddo my student when we were talking about one of the books we were reading about skin color Mm -hmm. later on like a week or so later something like that he was going around the room and he was like well i'm white and miss james is black and and he looked at one of the kids who was from indian and Mm -hmm. like "Mm, what yeah what why and I was like, no. So then I had to go through the whole process of, and I, that's when I went to the, I'm like, come here. We went to the map and I'm like, yeah. there are certain people from different places. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And so it's really cool because there are so many connections outside of that classroom that can be made. Yes. It's just, yeah, I am seriously so thankful for the year that I've had. Yeah. This is a, interesting. I I don't think it'll ever, I mean, I don't know about going back in the classroom, but like, I don't know if it'll ever look like that and I was just telling someone too like they don't prepare you for that either they just assume that like and when I was an undergrad like all my kids like I didn't know that I have kids who are not speaking English like right it was always like categorized as someone else's job like oh yeah there'll be English language learners but if you're not specializing in that you but won't you also went the extra yeah the extra extra mile to learn sign language so that I mean 
I can stand mm-hmm. back and watch you communicate with my kid mm-hmm. and I just let that natural relationship mm-hmm. happen because I think that's important. Yeah. And he made that connection with you and I think that's amazing. Yeah. And you just put in so much extra effort where other people just do not. Right, and I think that's why, why yeah. this year was amazing. Yeah, and that's why I became a teacher because no one's yep. doing that. Just like, oh, that's someone else's job. But if they're in your room and you're a care, like... It's your job to keep them safe, not only yes. from harm, but just from other things. Like, it should be a safe place for them to, like, question and ask and, you know, express themselves. And I don't I, know how many times you said, I, I dreamed, about, dreamed about them last night. I woke up worrying <laughs> about them. I'm yes. just, I'm so worried. Like, what's going to happen? It's yes. just, I, that's, I just yeah. think that's the mark of such an amazing teacher. Mm. Like, I get so sad when I think about how, I'm like, can't you just follow me? Through all of the yes. years. <laughs> and I'm I sure all the parents loop. say yeah. that to you too. Yeah, it'd be cool <laughs> to loop. Up. That would be really cool. And so what are you doing after this year? Because you're not returning to the classroom. No, I'll be at University at Buffalo um, working on my PhD and working for the Center for K-12 Black History um, and helping teachers teach black history, studying black history in the classroom. And just I'm interested to see how that all unfolds and works and what my role will maybe be later in schools. So do you think that you'll ever return to the classroom on? I don't know. I don't know what, on what level. I don't know. Right, right. That's what I was wondering, like from a teaching yeah. level or. I don't know. And maybe it's not like elementary. Maybe it's college. I don't know. I don't know what will come of it. But my hope is that I can just teach other educators how to and why it's so important yeah it is because it is i mean they didn't they just recently pass the you know you have to teach asian Mm -hmm. history and i mean it's 2022 yeah we should have been teaching it anyway that's so sad yeah yeah so yeah so hopefully that'll work out we'll see so one of the other uh creators of the heartland pod Mm -hmm. uh we asked we kind of sent the outline as far as what we're going to talk about and one of his questions was, what does it mean to you mm-hmm. to be a teacher? That's a good question. Um, like years ago, I would have given a one definition, but I, I really truly think that a teacher is someone who is willing to learn. Like, yes, you're here to give and teach the kids like certain concepts too, but if you're not willing to learn in the process, right. like what are you really doing? Like if I was the same teacher I was seven years ago, then there's a problem. Right. Because I mean, right. she wasn't all that great. You know, like <laughs> she was learning, like you get all these kids by yourself. You're like, okay, what am I going to do with you? And are you actually <laughs> learning? Cause it doesn't seem like it. This um, is terrifying. Yes. But I, I really truly think that a teacher is someone who's willing to learn um, and really like loves kids and understands that, you know, they have a big part in their lives. Like I remember the teachers that were horrible to me. Yes. Like, I remember, yes. I remember you like, <laughs> but I also remember the teachers that were like helpful and um, supportive. So I, I think it's just a role that you sign up for to really help kids be better people. I mean, yes, they should also be learning, but helping them to be better. And especially in the world that we live in, just yes. helping to be better citizens and knowing, um, you know, the laws and what they can and cannot do and how to talk to people and how to treat people and exposing them to different cultures and just kind of just, I always think about it as if like, what if this is their last time in this classroom? Like, what do I want right. them to leave with? 
And so I think it's important for all teachers to think like that. Like when they leave your classroom, like what do you want them to take with you? Even if you're an English teacher, like, okay, what do you want them to leave with? Like, what do you want them to know when they leave you? Like what's going to make you memorable to them? Cause they're, they're going to take something from your classroom. Yeah. But what I, do you want it to be? I feel like with COVID and all the teachers who were, I guess, quote unquote, getting in trouble for, mm-hmm. you know, not doing their job. They just want to be off and which nobody has any idea until they're in a classroom. Right. That's why anytime I communicate with my kids, teachers, I am already like, listen, I completely understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from. You are the, you know, you right. know what's going on in your class. I do not. Mm-hmm. And so, and then there's sometimes where I was very humbled and I'm like, I'm going to call this teacher. and I'm going to say this. I'm really frustrated. And then I talked to admin or the teacher and I'm like, and I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I, there are so many people who don't know how much a teacher, it's not just teaching curriculum. Mm-hmm. And what did you say your dad said it was? Content, content over curriculum? Content over curriculum. I and think like, that's so yeah, great. Content in different ways too. Because I mean, there are some kids that come and they're tired and they're hungry. Like you have like you have to deal with that. Like yes. you can't teach a hungry kid. No. You can't teach a tired kid. Like, no. And so like giving them that space. But yeah, it's, it's more than just find, getting the curriculum and giving it to them like it's it's a lot more than that because they are human and they bring so much to you at Absolutely. 8 30 in the morning yes. eight o'clock in the morning like come in crying come in mad come in happy come in t- like <laughs> and then they leave you differently too they may right. leave you crying like you know? <laughs> and then they just come right back but yeah there's so much to deal with whether they're hurt or trying to figure out how to say something or angry or you know, you have and it's to... so cool to see the growth too. Like, oh yeah, from the very beginning of the year, the kids were like, "This kid's never gonna stop crying." Yeah, like ever, all day. Is that time to go home? Uh, yes. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now he doesn't want to go home. Right, yeah, right. It's just so yeah. wild. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, way more than just here's the curriculum. I'm gonna teach you, and then you're gonna go home. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's not the way it works. No. A lot of teachers are like, you know, I I did my job today. They showed up. They sat on the carpet. They when I told them to, they sat on the seat. Mm-hmm. When they told them to, they lined up. When I told them to, they're absolutely super quiet in the halls. Yeah, and and then that's so mm-hmm. I did my job. Mm-hmm. I kept them in line. Yeah, but it's not. No, I know so. that the, it's it's about creating critical thinkers. Oh yeah, because Nicholas says all the time, I'm already a dinosaur. This is their world that mm-hmm. I'm just living in. Why yes. am I making decisions for all the people who have no voice yet? Right. And if I do, I need to make the best possible possible decision for them. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not fair. Yeah. That I make decisions that they're going to have to live with. Mm-hmm. You know, and that applies to multiple, you know, parts of right. your life. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is. It is their world. That is for sure. And I try to foster that in the classroom. Like, you know, even just something as simple as making supplies accessible. Like, I don't want to have to go get you crayons every time. <laughs> I don't want to get the paper. Like, no. Make it less work on me. You go get it. <laughs> and I think this year, like, I was very successful in that. Like, I was like, I'm going to make it so that this this is yours. Which I, is I great. Yeah. They I knew where everything any, was. It, they, there was less questions. Yes. And less times I had to hear Miss J. Like, you know, yeah. the less the better. <laughs> Go get it. You, you know where it is. You, you know can, it is. I'm, te- I'm teaching independence and autonomy. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> and I'm also working on all these other things for yes, you guys. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. So while I'm helping this kid, you go figure that out. Go find right. It. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. I just, I really enjoyed working with you. Well, thanks. I'm very, very fortunate to have met you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're an awesome sidekick. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yes. I, yes, I'm so glad I got to learn through you and your kiddo. Like, that was just really cool. And then I, I do truly believe that because our class learned to sign, it just gave those other students a voice. Like, our students who speak Spanish or... Yes. What is it? Hindi or Arabic. Like, they were just more interested. Like, I, can I tell you how I say this in my language or... I want you to learn my language well, you now. you tell like, in the beginning of that year, there were a lot of children who did not want to yes, talk about it. Yes, they didn't. Yes. And it, I just, there's so much growth in that classroom. Yeah. Just so much. I can't even put it all into words, mm-hmm. but just slowly like, oh, well, that's how you say it. You know how I say it at my house? Yeah. And then they were more willing yeah. to speak. I just, and I remember you saying, I just, I just really hope that they aren't, not pushed down, but yes, like, like, yeah, I hope they never just lose that. Like, yes, that is who, that's a part of who they are. Um, and I mean, their life may look different. They may have started in a different country, you know, but that's a part of who they are. So I hope they just never like feel like they have to be like hush that language. Right. Because it is, I mean, they, like I've asked a lot of them, like, this is how, like, this is what they say at home. And so to have to come to school and feel like, uh, maybe I can't say that, and yeah, um, it's just it was really cool to kind of see them like, wait a minute, if she's willing to learn that language and yeah. she's teaching it to us, well, let's... and other things like, for example, one of the girls in the class who had her hair cut mm-hmm. very short, yeah, and she, I didn't realize at first, but she kept wearing her mm-hmm. hood. Because it was so short. And yeah. she got very mad when somebody tried to take her hood down. Yeah. And you said, well, you know, you and I are both going to, because I think, because you wear a hat yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah. And it was cool because you said, you know, just tomorrow we'll come to school and we'll both have our hoods off, hoods or hats off. Yeah. And it was just yeah. so, you just jump right in there. I just... Yeah, it was just really because I'm sure that as a kid that feels different. Like everyone else here and ha- here yes. has long hair and can do this and do that, and and so even the day that it was like cut really really short when she came back from break. Yes. And so I we went in the bathroom. I said I'm gonna take a picture. Like I'm gonna show this to my barber, and she's like, okay. And I did, and came back, <laughs> and they were so, so she didn't have it. They're like, you look like this, James. You look so beautiful. Like it was just nice. And since then she has not. No. It, but it's just like taking those moments, like taking the time to just kind of like, I, I, I can do that with you. Like, let's do this together. Yes. Like, you know, whether it's with their language or their appearance and yeah, I'm just so glad that like, even like this idea of what teachers should look like has changed. Absolutely. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. As a college student, I'm like, how am I going to wear slacks and a button down <laughs> teaching five and six year olds all day long? Right. Right. It's not work. I know. Anytime people are like, well, you wear makeup or like do anything with your fingernails. I'm like, no, nope. My excuse is I work with young children and we just I show just up. Can't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, got, I mean, I, I dress appropriately, yep. but I mean, it, I'm going to be coming home looking like a mess, yep. so it doesn't really matter. Yep. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so one of the things I also really love, I, I can go on for days about yeah. what I love about you, <laughs> but 
you come in the next day after, you know, we go home and the next day you're like, so I learned this on TikTok <laughs> and I follow all these deaf people, these <laughs> deaf couples and, and all that stuff. And I think it's so cool because I am of the mindset that I am never the complete all-knowing authority. Mm-hmm. Somebody says, how do you sign this? If it's something I use every day, I right. will say this is how you do it. But if not, I'll go, let me look right, for that yes. just to make sure I'm still signing it correctly. Mm-hmm. But I never act like I am the know-all, you know, end-all, mm-hmm. be-all, whatever, because that's not fair. Yeah. And that's not going to foster anybody else's learning. Right. If I'm teaching you the wrong sign. Right. Or something that's somehow changed. So so you always kind of keep me on my toes. You're like, I found this out. I'm like, I've never seen that yeah. sign before. Or, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I think it's good for the kids to see when you do that, too. Yes. Because it is like, you know, you try to, like... What's that your word? We sabotage them to like force <laughs> them to do things, but it's like really cool when you're like, you know what? Let me look that up. Or there are different ways, and it just kind of like shows them like, you know, adults have to look things up too. Yes. And the people that they see as experts, sometimes too, like I still have to do research. I still have to figure like, oh. or sometimes I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> right. It's that to me. That's saying sorry, even to yeah. a child. Yeah, I absolutely. Feel that's extremely important. Yes, it is. Yeah, because. I am still human and mm-hmm. I mess up all the time. Yeah. If I accidentally run into you or bump you or whatever, I will apologize. Yeah. One of the little girls um, one day was like, Miss Tina, you always say ma'am. Like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I do. Yeah. I don't realize that, but I always do. Yeah. Yeah. Or yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's what like, they why? ask me. Why do you always ask if you can sit in my chair? <laughs> like, because it's your chair. This is your space. Like, I'm invading it, even though you may not access it in my chair. Right, right. <laughs> I do ask because, <laughs> and I think it's cool to, like, teach them that early. Like, people should ask to be yes. in your space. Like, it's not theirs. Like, whether, whether you're a kid or not. Like, well, this is your classroom. Like, no, this is your, like, this isn't my furniture. Like, this is it's your chair. It's so above and beyond yeah. what most teachers do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could literally teach a an entire year-long course about, ways to teach kids things that are not just curriculum yeah yeah. like all about the person that you want them to become Mm -hmm. you want them to be critical thinkers you want them to speak up for themselves you want all these things yeah and they just don't teach you how to teach that no they don't that's one of the you don't take a course in yeah you don't and so just kind of like figure it out like uh, and then like think about like when i was a kid like they're spending eight hours with me a day right (laughs) And like, I think about that all the time. Yeah. They're with me more than they are with yes. their parents during and the week. And some of yeah. it, I know people like to think like, but most of it is not curriculum. It's figuring things out together, laughing, yes. like problem I, solving. Yeah, like in the last few years, I have really taken the time to laugh with and at my kids because they are funny. And I love that. I yeah. love that you do that. <laughs> yeah. You'll say something. You're just like, you kidding me? <laughs> yes, I cannot believe you said that. And in the past, <laughs> I'd have been like, nope, I can't laugh at them. This is serious. This is learning time. Right. Like, Right. No, that was from this time to yeah. this time to learn. I yeah. will not laugh. You will not joke. Yeah, and it kind of <laughs> gives them that space. Like, oh, she thinks I'm funny, and sometimes it backfires. Right, then right. Like, like don't she now? Yes. Pull up my sleeve and just But go then for it's it. like kind of like a sigh of relief. Like, huh? Like you know. Right. Earlier she was upset because we went down the carpet. <laughs> now she's laughing with us. She still loves me. <laughs> yes, yeah, she still. And loves that's huge. Me. That's yeah. huge. Like, is she not like gonna like me still? Because yeah. no, I still love you. Yeah. You just, you know, yeah. I just need you to do some things yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just still be who you are. Yeah. <laughs> just but have to listen sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> as far as TikTok goes, mm-hmm. Nicholas goes, she rules. Like, she rules. <laughs> you are like a TikTok teacher, as yeah. the kids call yeah. you. Yeah. 
So how has this been helpful for you in celebrating and spreading your message? Yes, TikTok's turned into a really big deal. I wasn't expecting it to. Um, but it just started at the height of the pandemic teaching on a dual screen <laughs> to a bunch of five-year-olds, which I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. But yes. just seeing like all the comments and people saying like the kid, like learning loss. I, I hate that term. <sighs> There's learning loss and the kids aren't learning anything. And I'm like, that is not, then what am I doing every right. day? Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm taking offense to that yes. a lot of it. <laughs> and so I just kind of like started recording. Like, this is what kids are learning. Like, this is what I'm doing as a teacher. Like, yeah, this is new. They didn't teach me this in college. <laughs> They don't teach you how to no. teach in the pandemic. Right. <laughs> really didn't think that was yeah. going to happen. Or how to teach, you know, virtually. Yes. Um, and so just showing people like this is what five and six year olds are doing. And sometimes it's it, how I planned it. And other times we're, you know, singing and getting <laughs> off Zoom and getting back on. And so it was just really cool. And just like just showing other people and showing teachers that you're not alone. Like, right, right. We're all out here doing it. I loved your things where they had like voiceovers. Yes. And how you, what the kids were saying, what you were saying. Yes. Those were my favorite. And I went, so, I definitely scrolled back before yes. I met you and I was like, these are hilarious. <laughs> I need to go back. I haven't gone back in a while. And then like having parents comment too, which I wasn't expecting that to be part of the audience. Oh, that's but cool. Them just kind of saying like, oh my gosh, this is what my kid's going through. You know, I feel bad for my kid's teacher. Like just, you know, they can relate too because they're at home with their kids. Yes. Um, so it was just really cool to just kind of like bring that joy to and like the silliness of teaching that like kids are still learning, even though it's this is unfamiliar. Um, and so just sharing that and what I wear and it's just like an, another aspect of education because there's always like sometimes so much negativity. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, let's what are teachers wearing? Like, were you ever able to meet any of these students in real life? Because I know our teachers during the pandemic. Yes, I, I had did. my kids here, and like they came over to drop some things off. Sometimes, well, two of the teachers did. Yeah. So my first year teaching kindergarten, it was like done in March. So I spent all that time with them, and then in March we okay. were at home. Oh, and then okay. last year we started on Zoom, were in person, went back on Zoom, right, and then we ended the year together in the classroom two years ago yeah no last school year well are we counting this year right now oh okay okay yeah okay <laughs> yeah i don't know what year is it <laughs> so this is my third year. So it'll be my second year yeah so my last school year last school year i did meet them oh okay. they were in and out of the classroom so you never had a full year no this year was my first full year well, okay. uh, first full year teaching kindergarten on the okay. first, and before that, I had, yes, yeah, a lot. To think that that's all some of these kids know, yes, is wild to me. Yeah, and this is how much they taught me. Like I learned a lot on Zoom about yeah, Zoom, yeah, from a five year old. Like, <laughs> do you want to change your background, Miss James? I'm like, what? I know my kids taught me too. I'm like, I don't know how to do any of this. Yeah, or like the emo like uh, there was something I was trying to figure out, and they're like, Miss James. Okay, you're gonna go up. <laughs> you see the three dot, like <laughs> just how they were explaining it to me, and I was like, because I mean, I started that with them, like, yes. okay, you're going yes. to mute yourself because it was hard, like, to give like permission, like figuring out, okay, how do I give them permission to do both, and like just practicing that. So I had like made little signs on popsicle yes, sticks, like, yes, you're on mute. This is what it looks like. Unmute. 
Because they're just talking it's just and like crazy unmute. to think all the extra stuff. Yes. And then the just extra. like, I feel like I was like sometimes just kind of like entertaining them to keep them on. Because I, I mean, I get it. Right. I don't want to be here anymore. There's other people around me. Some of my kids were in daycares doing this. Oh, wow. I so they I weren't always that. at home. And so I had a few kids that were like in different places and you could see like people coming by and they're like, I'm going to ask my other teacher. Like just trying to figure <laughs> it out or my other teacher said we're supposed to get off. So uh, just, like even like finding scheduling within that because yes. if you're at the day, you're on a different schedule than me. So like trying to like during a lesson, a teacher's popping on. I was like, sorry, we're going to recess. Like, is it okay if they leave? And I'm like, yeah. So like emailing them, like, okay, it's I fine. Did not yeah. even think about that because I had my kids all on the main level of the house. Gotcha. I didn't let anybody go upstairs, so I wanted to make sure mm-hmm. that we kind of kept our school area yeah. separate. So I had like Bryson in the living room because I I didn't want them all like we had to use a kitchen table, but I only wanted. I didn't want Vanny in her spot at the kitchen table. Right. She normally eats. I just try to keep it as separate yes. as possible. And I'm like, this is miserable. Y'all got to go back. This yes. is too much. It was just a lot of like yes. coordinating and figuring out. Or if a yeah. kid had an appointment, like you had to give parents, like they're at home. Like they're on their parents' schedule too. Yes. Yes. So if you set up an appointment for them, just like at school, they leave early. This is the same thing. Picture but day was really chaotic. <laughs> I'm like, okay. What time do we have to be back? Okay, let's all pack in the yeah. car. <laughs> so it was just very interesting to figure like all that out. And I just wanted people to know like we were working our butts off here. Yes. Like the kids too. And the families. Right. And I the remember just want to be home. Yeah. Being lazy. You have no idea. No. And I purposely went in. I was so glad that we had access to the school. That's like, really I can't lucky. like sometimes my internet is not functioning all the time. That's like my kids like our internet was going in and out this morning. Like so you have to deal with that and give them grace there. And I didn't, I'm like, I'm so glad we can come in here and do this. So that I could too separate home and school. Like even 10 years ago, this would not have yeah. been possible. Yeah. I think about that all the time, how much people take for granted and like all the extra wireless mm-hmm. or Wi-Fi that people got and, you know. Yeah. Just accessing it. If kids aren't used to having iPads, like, you know, trying to figure all that out with their family. So it was a lot. But I just wanted people to see like, nope, still school just yeah. looks different right and we're still having the best time that we can so yeah, yeah. oh tiktok yeah. so as far as getting a hold of you if someone wants to reach out and schedule yeah. something or just they want to give you a shout out they want to meet you in the hallway and say yeah. hey i follow you <laughs> yes. and you're like okay how would you recommend people do that Ooh, instagram it's where i am most um it's queendom teaching on Instagram and then Twitter is Queendom Teach In because they couldn't add the G. It was too long. It <laughs> <laughs> was already taken. Yeah, so no, teaching Queendom Teaching on Twitter, Queendom Queendom Teaching. So both words together on nothing, Instagram. No, nothing. Nope, nothing oh, awesome. in between. All that. Awesome. If you want to know TikTok, it's Donatello. You want to spell that? D A W N A H T E L L O H. Donatello. Nice. Like the Ninja Turtle. Like the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> but spelled a little differently. <laughs> yes. I I know I said it earlier, but I'm very, very appreciative of you taking yes. your entire evening to deal with my children almost 10 o'clock still coming downstairs. Yes. No worries. <laughs> Hanging out. I was like, she works with kids. She it's, gets it. Yeah, She's it's normal. She's got a god baby. She yep. gets it. Yep. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you.
The Heartland Pod is a production of Midmap Media, LLC. Follow us on Twitter with at the Heartland Pod. With email, you can reach us, heartlandpod2020 at gmail.com, online with heartlandpod.com, subscribe, and please sign up for our Patreon with patreon.com slash heartlandpod. Become a podhead or an official podgressive today and unlock all of our content. See you at the next show.